Okay. I've been getting ads for this movie on like podcasts that I listen to, and it's so funny because it's just this lady, and she goes, "Something's always been wrong with Esther," and it's just, like <laughs> that's how the ad starts, and it cracks me up so much. Welcome back to Chainsaw Matinee. Everybody, take your seats. We have such sights to show you. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. And I'm Jenna. Welcome back! Welcome back, Jenna! I'm very glad to be back. Uh, basically, like... Is this our first time having a guest twice in a row? This is is a um, moment. (laughs) Ethan came on three times in a row for Fear Street. Gotcha, my bad. But it's our second time... I wasn't there for that. ...having a guest. This is my first time. Yeah! Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about Orphan First Kill... Because basically, we talked about Orphan last time, and Orphan First Kill is just so great that we had to talk about it, like, right away. So here we are. I'm I'm going to be entirely honest. The main reason I agreed to do Orphan was so that we could do Orphan First Kill afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Like, Honestly. like, I love Orphan. Like, I have grown a lot of appreciation for that movie. But, oh my god, this one. It, I have so much to say about First Kill. Yeah, there is a lot to say. I want to say right now, if you haven't seen Orphan First Kill, before you listen to this podcast, I am begging you, go watch it. Yeah. You will not regret it, please. This is really the kind of movie you've just got to see. because You have it's... to see it, and you have to see it blind. Yeah, yeah. it's batshit insane so like i as you heard from the last episode i had not watched it prior to this episode and i thought there's no way it can be that shocking right everyone's talked it up so much it's got to be like meh by now right no no it is not there is just just watch it earlier today i watched it for my third time and my jaw still drops Right? I was watching <laughs> yeah. I rewatched it too and like it's actually really fun um to watch it My like jaw knowing... dropped at different points. Yeah. I was like knowing some of <laughs> yeah. the stuff going in like makes it also really entertaining. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the very first time I watched it when I was sitting in the theater, I have this habit where sometimes if I'm watching a movie and I know it's gonna be bad, like uh like Moonfall, which came out last year. Okay. Oh I will <laughs> If I know a movie's going to be bad, I will sit in the top row so I'm not bothering anyone, and I will take notes on my phone to share with my friends later. And I love I, that. I started that with Orphan First Kill, because the way it starts out is honestly very generic. It's very, uh, very basic, a little bit ableist, but it goes mm-hmm. so far off the rails that I grew to adore it, and I still... Yeah. The, the first, like, couple of minutes of the movie where they, like, have to put in the exposition so that, like, you know what's going on, I guess, if you haven't seen the other one, is, um, it's very, like, they kind of rush it along. It's and rough it, and it's sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. 
but the rest of the movie is really good <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. Oh, so let's get once you get to the the midpoint. Yeah. 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 So let's get into this orphan first kill. This is a prequel, so it takes place before the other film. And infuriatingly, it is not an origin story. She has been doing stuff before this. Yeah. Quote unquote, first kill. I'm I think actually they mean okay first with kill just, in terms is... of the first kill when she got to America, but like, <laughs> I guess whatever. I guess she has been murdering people for a while. Yeah, I personally love terrible subtitles. Oh, or me not, too. You know what I mean? Terrible. Yeah, I guess subtitle what, what is is like that's kind of what it is. Subtitle has yeah, a couple I guess different my... meanings. Yeah, yeah. My brain had a crossed wires moment, but yeah, I I agree with y'all. This. Subtitle is a bit misleading, but, you know, what what would Orphan be if it wasn't a little misleading? (laughs) True. True. Uh, Gaslighting, gatekeeping, and girlbossing, always. For real. So, uh, this movie opens in Estonia. We follow this lady who's starting her job at the uh, mental hospital that Esther was kept at although her real name is lena so i'm gonna keep calling her esther though yeah esther's just it fits her better um Mm -hmm. so this lady's supposed to be like an art therapist and when she gets there Mm -hmm. they're like oh one of our most dangerous patients has escaped like stay here we gotta find her and this teacher's just like comes across Esther and she's like They just kind of lock her in the same room yeah without knowing and she's like like, how did you not check yeah. yeah, and she's like, "Do your mommy or daddy work here?" Because she just, you know, thinks it's like some she's random like, Why child. Would you think that? Yeah, and so <laughs> Esther like grabs a pencil and is like sweet talking her and legit like about to kill her, but of course, like all the doctors burst in and they find her just in time, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this isn't a kid. Like she's actually in her thirties and she's super dangerous, and you shouldn't trust her because like she'll try to sweet talk you and win you over." Um, which is... And then she, like, quits, like, immediately after that encounter. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, well... she is not... First... I, I'm... Sorry, you go first. Uh, well, first there's, like, an art class where you see that, like, Esther has, like, weird control over, like, one of the other people. Like, she can mm. just, like, oh, yeah, say right. her name and then this lady, that. like, goes ballistic. Um, so that's interesting. To be fair, I do the same for Candy, so... <laughs> yes oh yeah. yeah and like you know do your friend a solid sure yeah i i would i would i would do that for like matcha kit kats those are my favorites <laughs> true and i will say um at first i was a little worried because you know the sequel came out over 10 years later the actress is now 25 and not 12 or 11 or however old she was when they filmed it and i respect them they said they used as little cgi as possible they used like you know, stunt doubles who were smaller. They they had some contacts they used. Um, they did some fun little old-fashioned film tricks to make her look uh, the same age she was when the first film was. I will say, when we first saw Esther, I was like, that's a 25-year-old, Yeah, though. no, like, yeah. when she's first introduced especially, it is not the most convincing. Oh, my God, though, I highly recommend looking up the photo with the actors standing by her with these giant go-go boots on. So <laughs> yeah, it's taller. very funny. I love that. I love behind the scenes stuff like that. Yeah. Someone made the, um, like, I guess headcanon would be the term that, like, 
this this movie is like before she figured out how to like contour and like make herself look even <laughs> more like a child. That would make sense. So I do actually you know, kind of have a theory. Um, but I'll get into that later when we kind of talk about some of the twists in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the new teacher like basically quits immediately. She's like, I can't handle this. Um, and then Esther escapes again because she seduces one of the guards and then kills him. And this scene is somehow more uncomfortable and less uncomfortable than it was in the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, yeah, on one hand, yeah. the actress is an adult now, but on the other, the guy is way too into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's um, very, um, uh, 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 Chris Hansen's gonna pop out at any minute. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> kinda, kinda. She does, kinda however, uh, bash the guy's face into a wall like sixteen. Yeah, times she murders so the fuck out of him. Which I'm like, yeah, I would do the same. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, she turns him into mush. It's great. Yeah, so she escapes and she like sneaks into the new teacher's car and like follows her home and then kills her. And starts doing some internet sleuthing. And I love this scene because it's just like a montage of her like scrolling the internet. And I don't know why. I just really like internet search montages in movies. It's just very (laughs) funny to me. Because it's like a very difficult thing to make exciting. But it's always entertaining to see like what, I don't know, like what music or whatever they'll Mm -hmm. use to make it seem more exciting. I also love that we get a montage of Esther like putting on her supervillain outfit after she escapes the institute like there's this big tchaikovsky piano she plays with bloody hands after killing the therapist and you get a little montage of her putting her ribbons on her wrist and putting on her dress and it's just it reminds me of like the sam raimi um ash getting ready for battle montage or like any superhero (laughs) gearing up except it's esther and it's so good it is very good um so now in the last movie in our last discussion, we, you know, we made a few jokes about Esther not being very good at her manipulation thing. And I think in the first movie, she's, she does a, a good enough job. But in this one, she is terrible at everything. And it is hilarious every step of the way. It is so because funny. She, she like goes on Ask Jeeves or whatever, because they still didn't get Google. And they, uh, <laughs> and they, uh. And she just looks up uh, missing American kids, 11 to 14. She finds a child who looks absolutely nothing like her. Like, not even a little close. And she just instantly decides that's the one she's gonna do. Yeah. It's a, it's a stretch. But she... And, like, the way... So she decides she's gonna impersonate this girl. And then she goes and sits in a park. And looks all sad. And, like, a police officer comes over to her and is like, where are your parents? And she's like, they're in America. And just, I don't know why. Like, it's just so funny to me. It's just, well, and she's just in this, like, high... Where the fuck are your parents? Well, she's in, like, this Victorian garb, almost, where she's... Or, like, this kind of fashionable little hat. And you're just like, I didn't (laughs) expect that from a missing child, but here we bloody well are. (laughs) Yeah. We do, like, get a scene of the family. So, our American family, we have the mom... Oh, I forgot to look up names. 
but uh, the uh, mother is Tricia or is Trisha. The father is Alan, and the son is Gunner. Ooh, thank you, Gunner. Um, My notes come like in handy. Sorter. However, he doesn't look like close at all. But I cannot stop seeing when like Gunner is first introduced. I get such Germa energy out of him. No. <laughs> I don't Wait, know what's who Germa that is. Or who's Germa? I have no idea who that is, but I keep hearing people same. talk about this person. Honestly, I, I've been in the same boat. Everything I've learned about Germa has been secondhand. It's against my will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's Germa? <laughs> He's a streamer, um, and everyone shares around that gif of him eating a hamburger all gay. Like that's the one thing I know about him. Remember the uh, remember the Among no Us idea. face. The, the sus meme. Oh, oh, yeah, that, that too. That was him. Um, and then the the, la- the last thing I know about him is that he did the video. It's like, rats, we're rats. We're, we're the, the rats. rats. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's him. He made that. Oh. Um, the rest of the stuff, I'm like, I don't know anything about him. But oh, like, same. whatever. He, um, Gunner in this movie reminded me more of... Um, the the guy from Stranger Things that plays uh whatever the fuck the last villain was. He was also in Twilight. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He kinda reminded me of that. I like guy. that actor. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I do want to say one thing that I was a little disappointed in. So when they introduce Gunner, he's like fencing. Because his family is rich, so he's like a rich kid who does fencing. Um Okay, like, but they did drop evil by inter. I like, was about they did to an say evil by inter- Interpol needle drop at this point, and it's like my favorite part of the whole this, fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I was Orphan disappointed first because kill has no room for subtlety. Because, <laughs> like, I guess kind of spoiler alert, but not really. I was expecting there to be like a scene where, um, basically, I wanted there to be a scene where later on Esther ends up in a fencing, like fencing with him, and she like kicks his ass. Because that just seems like something she would do, because, you know, what isn't she good at? But it never really comes back. Like, it kind of does, but not in a satisfying way. Yeah. I actually love it, because, like, it's an acknowledgement of, yes, this should be more. However, Esther, don't give a fuck. I just wanted a dramatic fencing scene. I think it's funny that they named him Gunner, and he didn't use a gun at all in the movie. (laughs) True. Should be named Sorter. <laughs> Swordmer. <laughs> Stabber. No. Pointier. Um, so, uh, these people find out that, like, because their daughter has supposedly been missing, and they find out that she's at, you know, oh, we found Esther, and so uh, Trisha goes to, like, reunite with Esther first. It's, like, kind of an awkward moment, but then, you know, they hug, and it's like, oh, okay, sweet. Like, she buys it, I guess. Um, but, like, Esther is doing such a bad job at lying. Like, on the plane- I, I keep track of all of Esther's fuck-ups. That's that's what 90% of my notes were for this Good! <laughs> but, like, uh, on- the very first one is, they're, they're like, on a plane, and- and uh, Trisha is showing Esther all of her quote-unquote family. And they go to a picture of her grandma. Or, th- God, they call her Mup Mup, which I have never heard. But is that a thing? Because she's a Muppet. <laughs> my, I was going to say, my favorite Jim Henson creation. 
<laughs> Orphan I First Kill, but it's totally remade with the Prairie Dawn Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the two kids from the uh, first movie are Wilkins and Wonkins. Oh God! Oh yeah. my God! But yeah, so uh, Esther goes, uh, and so Esther goes. Oh, I can't wait to see Grandma, and <laughs> and, and uh, Trisha just goes like, "No, she's dead." <laughs> and, and Esther immediately gets up, steals a bottle of vodka, and slams it in the bathroom while she's having a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, it's a, she's my like favorite is around the... in there, and they like look back, and then she like opens the door, and she's like smiling and fine. It's like, oh my god, same Esther, been there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when they get back, like the dad is obviously like really happy to see her. The brother kind of doesn't seem to care. He just goes, "Hey." Then the mom's even like, "That's all you have to say to your sister," and like it's super duper awkward, unfathomably awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie, um within the logic of itself is relying a lot on the the massive amounts of change and development children go through from age like five six to like 10 and 11 yeah that is a significant amount of time of like brain development so like esther's trying to pass that off as why she's bad at impersonating a child yeah so when she gets home like uh so alan is a painter and um, he shows her, like, his studio and his paintings, and they really bond over that, because she likes painting also. His art is actually super cool, so it's, like, paintings, and then if you turn on a black light, you can see, like, extra details in the paintings, and um, I thought that was, like, really pretty neat. Yeah, and she, she does yeah, keep that going origin into, the, story uh, for that. into the first movie, too. That That's something that happens if you... Remember the, That's uh, how they explained like the yeah, cool the sex black painting. light motif for the first one that didn't really fit into the rest of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and I I do really do it like for the it title because, uh, sequence of both films. Yeah, I do like the uh, the little line about how like uh, Alan does it because nothing is ever only one thing. Just like Esther. Exactly. Whoa. Uh, we also do get because when she goes back up to like her room um there's a record player and she starts playing the story of love which was the song she this was movie singing. has like this movie gives backstories and origins for the the absolute meaningless stuff from yeah the first movie. but i kind of love that i'm like if you yeah if you're gonna oh, do a prequel too. like commit uh she does Except the bible what'd you yeah, say she just already like had that. she oh yeah she did already. yeah it's so weird to me because like it's mostly just this weird Bible she has where she writes incriminating shit. Yeah. And, like, keeps pictures of all I the want to know more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's her DILF book. And I guess she, it's because, like, a Bible is unassuming. Hot pictures of Bob Odenkirk in there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, again, I guess it's because, like, she'd assume a Bible is unassuming. But then she acts so weird about it. And it's so weird and old and no child just carries around an old Russian decrepit Bible with pictures of <laughs> She acts so in it. weird about it that they send her to the therapist, which brings us to Esther, Esther's second fuck up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so Trisha, like, mentions offhandedly, like, oh, do you remember the therapist? She used to have a parrot. Um, I can't remember what the parrot's name was. Neither can I. It's not all that important. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, 
Esther's like, oh yeah. So then later when they're at the therapist and the therapist's trying to ask her all these questions and she doesn't and obviously like doesn't want to be interrogated, so she just like looks at the parrot. She and has like, never set up any sort of background story. She just prays that no one will ever ask her anything. And that's right? what her plan hinges on. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. then she's like starts talking to the parrot and she's like, I remember you. Um come to find out it was a completely different bird. And like four times bigger and orange. Yeah, like a different name mm-hmm. and like a different breed. They're of like parrot. They're like it was a macaw. All macaws are parrots, but not every fucking parrot is a macaw. <laughs> yeah, I think what makes these fuck ups even better is Esther has such bad reactions to these things. Like on her face, you can clearly see her go, "Oh shit!" She flees yeah. the situation like, immediately. Fuck. I mean, does yeah. not even take a second to try to. I just don't understand, like, why she wouldn't pretend to have amnesia. That seems like the obvious thing. Like, she's trying to pretend to remember all this stuff. I'm like, just pretend you have amnesia. It's easier. Like, just say, like, oh, yeah, I was traumatized. And, like, people will believe you. Like, I don't understand why you would try to make stuff up. Yeah, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't understand that either. Just be like, I forgot. <laughs> So um, then after that, they do then? go home. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Well, real quick, I do want to mention okay. the child she runs into at the therapist's office, because <laughs> I love watching Esther interact with children. It is my favorite. Because it's so mm-hmm. fucking funny. Because, like, she overhears her mom and the therapist talking about how, like, oh, she's a little too, uh, okay and emotionally stable for someone who went through what she went through. And the whole parrot thing was weird. And Esther just keeps staring daggers at this other kid in the office. And she, like, lures the kid's mom away and, like, uses him as her alibi to, like, get her mom out of there. She's like, he hits me, mommy. He hits me. And this kid has the most blankest stare of, like, what? Yeah, the kid's like, (laughs) what the hell? He is the epitome of the little German boy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, this girl is crazy. (laughs) Oh my Um, god, this girl is full of an ancient weapon. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just wanted to mention it. That's the other thing, is like, there's so much in this movie that's like more little plot things than big plot things, but there's they also just start to ramp up this movie's camp value. Because right now it's still kind of in the, okay, this is... This is pretty standard horror fare with a couple of really funny sequences thrown in here and there. Yeah. When they go back home, the detective who was, like, working on trying to find her does show up at the house and, like, to And ask Esther her. immediately flees the scene to go get some water. Yeah, because <laughs> he seems pretty suspicious of the whole thing. He's like, eh, something's not adding up here. And so instead of you know, trying to just act chill about it, she, like, freaks out and, like, makes herself look even more suspicious. Um, so the detective even mentions, like, well, maybe can I sit in, because he wants to know, like, you know, she's lied about oh, yeah, I was kidnapped by this Russian lady, and so he wants to know more about what happened to her, and she hasn't talked about it yet, because she literally can't be bothered to make up a convincing lie. So... (laughs) He's like, maybe I could attend a therapy session with you and listen in, uh, and we can do that tomorrow. And he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, no, but mom, you have a gala tomorrow. It's like some charity thing. So she's trying to, like, put it off. But, uh, yeah, she's not being convinced at all. And then Esther fuck up three, the biggest one yet. 
she sits down, but she forgot to get water. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there's no water in that glass. What are you going to do about it? Uh-oh. Alan goes like, you forgot to fill your cup. And then yeah. she leaves again. <laughs> Alan just being like well, totally oblivious throughout all of this because everyone else all is like the dads in these movies are like fucking stupid as hell yeah like well, everyone else i is will say this one i feel bad for though <laughs> yeah. um yeah this one i feel bad for because he's genuinely heartbroken over his daughter's like yeah de- missingness and like yeah. he's just so happy to have her back i can see him just living in this joyful fantasy and yeah. they're bonding and he's like i'm such a good dad right now i'm doing it I'm <laughs> yeah doing it and like so uh the next day he goes with trisha to the charity event and um while they're gone gunner like throws a party and invites his friends over and they're like smoking weed and stuff and it's very epic yeah. Also, they they like keep oh, calling God. Esther like Lizzie Borden and yes, shit. Yes, and we like... get more of children making fun of Esther. They're older yeah. this time, but she does still threaten yeah, to cut teens. off a child's ball, so it's all okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my um, God. There's a moment at the party where she goes outside, and Gunner's like, "Esther, this isn't your scene, if you know what I mean." And she just looks him dead in the eye and goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> It's I so love great. her. He, he's like, Esther, why don't you go watch a movie? Yeah. I want to play here. So the detective shows up in the middle of all this because he's still suspicious about stuff. And Gunner, acting totally normal, is like, oh, we're not smoking weed here. Um, but the detective's like, I don't care about that. I'm actually here about Esther. And so he like goes up to her room and gets her fingerprints. Um, and she's, like, kind of onto this. She's like, oh, shit, like, he knows. So when he goes back to his house, she follows him. Um, and, like, as he's analyzing the fingerprints, he finds out, like, she's not a match to the real Esther. And so he's, like, starting to figure out what's going on. But then wait, she... Wait, 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 wait. Please, please let me handle this reveal. I have... Yes. I have been needing to tell people about this for so long. This you... is yes. shot. <laughs> You are the guest. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I I am this this one scene is why I am so obsessed with this movie. Because <laughs> so the cop he goes like, if you're not Esther, then who are you? And then Esther starts like stabbing him, right? And she's like, How did you know I'm not Esther? Even Esther's own mother believed me. And the cop looks up and he goes, No, kid, she didn't. And we pan up. And Alicia's there, and she shoots the cop point blank like six times. Yeah, she just because... like shoots him, and then they sit down, and then she's real like, quick, "So you're thirty quick, years real old." Quick, real quick, please, real quick, before that, before the the big confession comes out, Esther, yes. after she shoots him like five times, she just turns to her and goes, "Yes, mommy." Tries to pass it off. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking bit in the movie. It, oh god! That yeah, and she, she and then Alicia points the gun at her, and so they have their sit down. They have their little confession, and Alicia reveals her and Gunner have known that Esther wasn't the real Esther this whole time, because Gunner murdered Esther, and Alicia covered it up. Yeah. Yep. 
And this is the moment where the entire movie goes off the rails and it becomes one of my favorite horror movies of so the year. So good. Yeah. And I love that, like, even Esther is caught off guard by this. She's like, uh, <laughs> what? Like, her face. Um, yeah, so Trisha's like, let me get this straight. You're 30. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh my god, no. I think I just realized that I've been calling her Alicia several times. Her name is Trisha. That is my bad. Oh, eh. Oh, they sound the same. They both end okay. Sha, so... But That's yeah, I didn't know how this movie was going to top the twist of the last one, and they turned it on its head, and just, this is so much more fun of a dynamic, because the other movie is great, but it is frustrating to watch this poor woman get gaslit and, like, manipulated by Esther, even though Esther is, like, like you know, relatively good at it compared to, like, this movie. This one, Esther's met her match. She, yeah. Oh, two master manipulators who do not give a fuck about human life. We it's now live so in fun. Spy versus Spy from the Yes. <laughs> so good. So, um, I was, okay, I was obsessed with Spy versus Spy as a kid. <laughs> spy versus Spy is great. So when I watched this movie for a second time, um, there were a lot of things at the beginning that did make more sense when you go in knowing the twist. So, like, Absolutely. even, like, like, when they first introduced the parents, um, I think Alan, like, kind of mentions, like, how he misses Esther, and Trisha just says with, like, such certainty, she's like, oh, well, she's not coming back. And, like, and like the awkward hug and like the introduction. Yeah. And, like, Say and, like, hi Trisha to your sister. Showing Gunner. the pictures to like get her acquainted beforehand because she knows that if if Esther doesn't know anything going in, then everything's gonna get messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there are so, so like, many little bits that get explained. Yeah. So Trisha It's a great twist because then when you go back, it makes perfect sense. It does. It's not just like out of nowhere, like, whoa, didn't see that coming. It's like, I didn't, but now that I've seen it coming, I'm so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Trisha kind of explains like, yeah, like my husband's just been so depressed ever since our daughter is, you know, went missing, quote unquote. Um but now that you're here, like, he's been way happier, our relationship is better, so she was like, I need you to keep pretending to be Esther, at least for, like, a little while. Now um, that Esther is home, he's been giving me mad head. Yeah, basically. basically. that went. Um, and so- Oh, she walks in on them having sex, too. I yeah, because she always fucking does that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I choose to believe that it's not out of thirst, it's just because, like- like, she's heterophobic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she just like thinks she, it's she funny has to, to give like her walk in on Esther them. reactions. Yeah. I think it is also Esther's burden to be eternally cucked. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Yeah. Um, oh, so yes, because they... like, now, now, now that Trisha can be open about it, she loves the fact that she is cucking Esther. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna go upstairs and fuck my husband. Yeah. She knows Esther's into him. Yeah, she catches mm-hmm. on really subtle. fast. She's like, oh, you're into him. And she's like, well, guess what? Well, He's she walks in at like one you. point, and, uh, like, uh, while Esther is, like, drawing her husband, and she, like, kisses her fingers and puts him up to the painting or whatever that she's making. And she's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do feel, like, slightly sad for Esther, because she clearly, like, really wants affection and like romantically but because she looks like a child like you know people just aren't gonna view her that way or if they do they're like mm-hmm. pedos pedophiles so, yeah i do feel yeah. bad for her in that regard of like yeah that would re- really suck um 
trying to like date when you have that condition but also like this man thinks you're his daughter so <laughs> it's not gonna work yeah out. it's a little there, there are better ways to go about it yeah oh yeah um because mm-hmm. like i think the mom even spells it out for her she's like what are you gonna do to explain that you are a grifter from russia who has killed people and is was impersonating his long lost daughter and now you want a bone yeah what <laughs> um so like at this point these two are like obviously hate each other but they kind of have to work together because esther like if the truth comes out about esther then she'll get sent back to the mental facility which she doesn't want to go back to and then like you know trisha will like lose her husband not get as much head yeah basically (laughs) so they're kind of tentatively trying to pretend and doing a really bad job so like they do all go to therapy together as a family and, and Trisha's like about this the whole way through. Yeah, Trisha's like you fucked up because of that fucking parrot. So now you've got to fix this, and we've got to be convincing because <laughs> the therapist is on to us. So they all are like trying to like recall family memories together, and they talk about this time they went camping. And Esther just sounds so fucking fake. She's like, "Oh yeah, Dad fell off the horse. Ha ha, that was A so funny. Stole my sandwich. Ha ha." I told and Marty, was I was like... And the building was red? <laughs> it reminded me of that scene from uh, the rehearsal where um, Nathan yes! is taking the little kid to... He's taking him to synagogue, but he lies and says he's taking him to swim lessons. And then when they get back, the kid is like, my lifeguard was Ukrainian and his whistle was red. And his name is Bob. Yeah. And then he's like... The, and the the lights in the pool or whatever. He, like, just starts rattling off things that Nathan has told him to say. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, it's time for you to go in your room. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. But I guess they uh. convince her enough. Um, so, uh, during... Then we get another very fun moment where... Uh... Some of the some family friends are coming over, and they knew Esther, and they're expecting Esther to be really like broken and sad, so they want to give him a happy Esther, so they stop worrying about it. So Esther gets a makeover montage. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trisha's literally your favorite like, color is pink, pink is now. Color. <laughs> yeah, Trisha's like we've got work to do, and it's legit just like a makeover montage. It's so fucking funny. And throughout also, this whole Gunner thing, there is like so this. Pissed. There's this great, like, tension between them where they're constantly making veiled threats, like, oh, I'm not gonna let Esther out of my sight. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's great. It's so So, funny. I was saying at the beginning of the show that I have a theory about how she got good at contouring. I think she learned from Trisha. Like, when <gasps> Trisha's doing this whole makeover Ooh. thing. Like, it was probably Trisha being like, you gotta look younger, and showed her how to do makeup. That is my headcanon. And that's I like why that. she's better at it. I definitely see that. In the other movie. That's also probably why she's better at lying. I think she learned from Trisha. Probably. One thing, and then there's this little confrontation with Gunner, because he she's like playing the piano for everyone and impressing everyone, and he's a brat. He's a spoiled little brat. And he confronts her in the weirdest way possible. Like, this yes. is the moment from the last episode that someone had spoiled for me, where he just goes up to her and goes, So, you're 30. And she's like, go away. He's like, no, I own you. We, you, you, 
you can impersonate my sister, but you're not her, and I own you. And then she slaps him in his stupid fucking face. And then yeah. he's like, if you like, do that again, I'll kill again. you I like I killed kill the you. real Esther. And then she and just then she does just... it again. Yeah. <laughs> she just yeah. smacks him harder. It's and so then he good. does it because he yeah. is. He's a little bitch boy. He is a little bitch boy. I love him, though. He's got, like, such flair. His His little, like, Draco Malfoy rant about how, like, this is America, and people like me are important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his mom also went off on a rant of, like, we came over on the Mayflower, we're important, who why the are, fuck are you? Why are they anti-immigrant? I don't understand this. <laughs> well, to rich. be fair, there just... is currently an immigrant who is trying to murder them both. And that yeah, doesn't I, excuse I... the racism, but... <laughs> I understand this, but also, like, I feel like that has nothing really to do with the fact that she's an immigrant. No, and not more to do with the fact are... that she's a murderer. <laughs> it's just their excuse. And yeah. this movie well, also, does, like, like it kind of tries to do a little bit of social commentary there, I think, and it kind of does it, it work, just, like, but... it is not good social commentary because it goes over your head. You're just like, why are they talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's the point, too, is, like, so many people say, like, I'm entitled. I've been here the longest. It's like, dude, who fucking cares? You murdered a little girl. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, at the end of the day, like, they're all talking shit on her for being a murderer, but, like, they literally also murdered a family member. They committed so... infanticide. She was five. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, uh... And so after that, they all have dinner. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, and, this was uh, so oh, shady. Dinner. Oh, real quick, before dinner, we should mention, throughout the movie, Esther befriended a rat in the vents. Oh, yes. Yes, she has, she has made a rat friend. <laughs> she made a rat friend. And so, and so they make this, like, super fancy dinner or whatever, and then Trisha's like, uh, oh, but I know Esther doesn't like that, so I made you this. And it's mac and cheese with hot dogs in it. <laughs> it's so... She put sleeping pills in the mac and cheese, too. Like, a lot of sleeping pills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think she was trying to poison her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, And this is where the spy versus spy begins, because uh, <laughs> Esther immediately leaves, and she just, like, as she, she always she does... She feeds the mac and cheese the to the rat. ...of pressure on her. Yes, she feeds the mac and cheese to the rat and then the rat dies and she's like ah oh, fuck they're trying to kill me now <laughs> so then the next morning she's the like the next oh, morning yes. <laughs> breakfast and the dad is like oh how nice she's making breakfast for us and the mom's immediately like uh i'm good i'm not hungry and esther's like but i made your favorite it's a smoothie that's exactly what you like and the dad's like, oh, yeah. Lemon juice. yeah, the dad's like, you've got to taste it. So the mom takes like one sip and is like, mm, great, and dumps it down the sink. And then the rat, the dead rat is in there, of course. Yep. Nasty, but it's yeah. kind of funny because she's like sitting there gagging. And then she like turns the garbage disposal on to get rid of the rat in the sink. Yeah, the I was like, time. I didn't know you could just stick a whole rat in the garbage disposal. Oh, you can't. You can barely put garbage in the garbage disposal. And this whole time, Alan's like, Are you okay, sweetie? Yeah. She's just like, She's I'm like, I'm fine. Um, it's fine. Don't worry. So Alan's going to an art gallery to like show some of his work um but and esther like really wants to go with him but trisha's like no we have plans today and so like at one point like esther tries to 
push Trisha in front of a train at the train station when they're like seeing the dad off to the gallery, but um she does she doesn't get away with it. So failed attempt. But at that point Trisha's like, okay, bitch, it's on. Just, like I'm gonna kill it's because you. She, uh, the only reason she fails is because some random dude bumps into her immediately before she can do the kill blow and he's like, Whoa, you gotta watch where you're going, little lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Trisha's just like I was so frustrated though it would have been such a clean shot yeah Trisha's like it's over I'm gonna kill you and so Esther like runs off she like sprays Gunner with mace from Trisha's purse which is really funny yes oh it's hilarious screams like a little bitch he's like ow mom and it's just so fucking funny um this is my favorite scene oh my god then this next so Same. well it's one of them yeah so she runs out off and um steals trisha's car and like just takes off in it so you have this image she of flips this, her like, off flips her the bird yeah of this girl who looks like a 10 <laughs> year old driving this car um she turns on the radio and the song maniac starts playing and then she like grabs a cigarette and she's just like sitting there, like smoking a cigarette with her sunglasses Esther on. Esther rules, like, actually. It's so good. <laughs> she deserves a place in the horror pantheon. A she really does. She's like, like Jason one of my and faves. Freddy and all those fuckers. Like Esther, and there are not enough um, like female horror icons, and Esther is just one of them. Everybody gotta accept it. Of, of the ones movie. that I know of, there aren't really any that are just kind of serial killers. I guess you could yeah. like say Jennifer Check, but she kind of it's kind of also like the genre of rape revenge. Uh, Esther just does Anna that. Baker in there. Yeah, that's true. Love Angela. Esther just does well, like, that. Esther... She's just like that. <laughs> oh yeah, and... she's a maniac, maniac. All right, so yeah, uh. So, so, and it cuts to Trisha and uh, Gunner back at home. And this, and Trisha's, like, trying to call the cops. And this whole time, Gunner's, like, whining about the bear spray and stuff. And it is the funniest scene because he's like, I need to go to the hospital. I feel like I'm being stabbed. And she puts down the phone for a second. And she's like, can you just be quiet for, like, two seconds? <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. The dad's like, I'm coming home right now. And so at this point, like, they basically... Like, Trisha and Gunner are like, okay, we're gonna kill, like, let's just kill her and get it done. And so they try to make- She's too much of a liability now. Yeah, Yeah, they're gonna Mm -hmm. try to make it look like a suicide, like, they're gonna cut her wrists. Um, Because when she gets taken back by the police, Trisha does kind of say something to the police officer, like, oh, I've been so worried, she's not doing well mentally, and she's talked about hurting herself- She's kind of trying to set it up, um, but I still feel like it would be a hard sell. But anyway, um, uh, but yeah, like basically Esther kicks Gunner's ass. Um, and so there's a scene earlier in the movie where he's like showing his dad how to shoot a crossbow and like shooting targets. Chekhov's crossbow. Of course, Esther finds the crossbow and like shoots him with it. And then she does stab him with his- Real quick though, I- with his I, can I break down rapier, how like, this sixteen times interaction goes though? Because yes. it, it's so fucking this. This did lose make me lose my shit. Because I agree with you. I think it would have been funnier to see Esther's sword fight, but I do love this interaction where Gunner's like, you know, 
Maybe we can talk it out, Esther. She goes, really? He goes, no. She goes, me neither. And then whips out the crossbow and shoots him in the fucking chest. It is the most badass shit. I love <laughs> Esther so much. Slay, queen. Esther Slay works great day. as a protagonist. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I just had to break I that down because that moment killed me. And Gunner. Hashtag Team Esther. Truly. Uh, so, um... She kills Gunner. She does stab him with the fencing sword, but I feel like it's still. I would have loved like a whole ass like fencing scene just for the oh, drama of yes, it. Yes, especially especially if they got to play uh, evil again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, when Trisha comes to like find her, she like freaks out and they start to fight. And um, the stove gets turned on at one point, and they're, like, throwing shit around and beating on each other. So, of course, the house ends up catching fire, because the stove is on, whatever. And so they're, like, up on the roof, and Alan comes home, and they're, like, both, like, about to fall uh, from the roof into the fire. And they're both like, no, you have to help me. And... Esther's like, Trish, my mom tried to hurt me. And Trisha's like, she just straight up says the truth, like, this bitch isn't our daughter. She's a grown-ass woman. Um, and Alan, poor Alan, just trying to process this, he's like, what? Um, so while Alan, he's just- Alan, we need to get this straight. She's 30. Yeah, while Alan's just, like, sitting he there, goes, Trisha ends up falling and dying. And so Alan, like, pulls- Her head splatters on the ground <laughs> like a paint can. It's so and it is very funny. I feel like the creators realize, like, this is kind of a lackluster ending for, like, such a cool character. Let's make her head explode when she hits the ground. <laughs> yeah. So after he pulls her up, he, like, realizes- You finally get another Esther fuck up because, uh- Throughout this whole movie, she's been wearing these, like, reverse dentures, and I don't think these are a real thing. Uh, but it's probably, are. like, a flipper? Is that what they call it? That, like, little pageant girls wear? You know, that makes sense, God. actually. I-, I retract my statement. They probably do exist. But this it's whole like time, fake- she's been wearing fake teeth, and they fall right out of her mouth. Yeah, and he's and- just, like, looking at her like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's-, it's in slow motion, too, so he's like, what the fuck? It makes me laugh. And she's like, we could be together. I love you, Alan. And then he falls and dies, too. Um, yep. And she just... I think, doesn't she push him? Yeah, because he tells no. her... Wait, he... No, he falls. Oh, you're right. Like, the yeah, house Because crumbles. she tries to catch him. She... She's like, I love you. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? I think she, like, kind of pushes him, though, because she gets mad, because he's like, oh, shit. Like, he get, calls you're her, a like, a monster. And so she gets mad and, like... Pushes him and then immediately regrets it and tries to catch him, but like, he he did. Um, but then she just kind of, I, I love it. She's I like, oh well. This ending because she just she just walks away. She's just, oh well. There are other painter dilfs out there. And she just leaves. <laughs> well, yeah. and I learned the other day that there. Oh, sorry, something just dropped. Uh, there was an original alternate ending to the first Orphan movie where she does kill everyone and sets the house on fire again and implies this is this whole cycle is going to repeat, but I guess it didn't test well with audiences, so they did the origi- the ending we got. Um, and so I like that they kind of recycled it to this moment. Yeah, I, I would have yeah. loved... That's neat. Yeah, I would have loved, like, for the... I don't know, for her to live, but I understand um yeah so she walks out listen of the... i heard a theory 
that she like the third if they make another one which i really hope they do she you just see a hand claw its way out of the ice immediately after the family leaves and you know what i'm here for it i'm Let here for it too i don't care how i'm always here for like kind of silly stuff that doesn't make sense I, it can be um, contrived if it's if it gets us there because i want it yeah so mm-hmm. uh she walks out of the fire this is so badass she walks out of the fire to the story of love song and it's so good <laughs> mm-hmm. that's i'm gonna be real i honestly half expected her to like take a cigarette out of her pocket light <laughs> it on the fires around them and just walk out but anyway you wanted to be real be real uh uh throughout these throughout watching all these movies i have watched between the two of them i've watched like seven orphan movies in the past two months and glory of love has really really grown on me that song kind of bangs yeah yeah i agree it was an excellent this is an excellent soundtrack it really is just like iconic oh god i love this movie so much the energy in this movie is unparalleled it could have been just like a really boring like you know stereotypical horror movie but they like really just went all out they were like we're just gonna make this as fucking insane as possible and I love it. Also, shout they out made to every Julia decision Stiles. that made everything interesting. Yeah, shout out to like all the actors, but Julia Stiles was great as the mom. Um, I like like the disdain towards Esther. So like she just keeps calling her like all the time. She's like uh, the little freak, or like she calls her a mutant <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah, she's just like mean as hell. Yeah. <laughs> She's such a bitch, and I like her Rich so much. Rich people are just, like, a different species entirely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and of course, Isabel Furman. I thought she did a great job, again. Like, I know, obviously, she's an adult now, but, like, I thought she pulled it off really well. Um, I agree. So, yeah, just overall, like, really fun. I would say I liked this one a lot more than the first movie, because I just didn't expect like any of the stuff that was happening in this movie absolutely i think i agree with that i yeah. i definitely if i had to choose which one i would rewatch, i would rewatch this one so many times yeah like even just the soundtrack alone i'm like oh this is so good i want them to make a third one please too, dear god in heaven honestly. do I it just, i mean they could do an origin story because i feel like that would be interesting like there's enough hints about her character like like, again, I think she truly does want to be loved, but, like, you know, she's also kind of fucked up. Um, what if they just keep going back in time to the point where she is an actual child and how she looks matches her age, and she's still just like this? No, yeah. no, 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 it's a, it's a, the, the big reveal is that uh, she's pretending to be nine, but she's actually 11 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But I do Let me also- get this straight. You're 11. <laughs> I I just love this fucked up dynamic she has with Trisha. And I, again, like I said, I kind of am rolling with this idea that, like, she learned how to lie and 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 do makeup, apparently, from Trisha. She probably did learn from her mistakes in this movie, but it, that doesn't make those mistakes any less hilarious to watch oh, unfold. Yeah, no, it's Real. very funny. I wonder, because, like, I love Vera Farmiga's character. I find her very sympathetic. This one, I wonder if they got the note or they all came to the realization, like, Esther's kind of the funnest part of the other movie. How can we, like, match her energy? 
Let's make a fucked up family. Yeah. And then there's just the dad who's like completely clueless about everything. I yeah, the dad's just kind of having everything happen to him and he he doesn't know how to deal with it. He was it. like so happy that his he thought his daughter was back and I did feel like really bad for him. Yeah. He's much more sympathetic than the other dad who's like all down to gaslight gatekeep uh Vera Farmiga, which made him much <laughs> less sympathetic. This one I'm like, oh, he just wants his daughter back. He just yeah. wants his family. I just The dad in the first one the dad in the first one was manipulate, mansplain, man whore. <laughs> this one is male wife. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank you, Jenna, for bringing this to the podcast. I am so glad that life. I have been, that, like, I'm just so glad that I'm blessed with people who are willing to listen to my insane movie, like, recommendations, because very few people, they're, like, there was no demand for an orphan prequel. It's kind of a hard sell, but I'm so glad it exists, and I'm so glad that I discovered it and get to share it with people. Because <laughs> I, yeah. like, yeah. I, I work at a movie theater, and I've oh, nice. I never saw a single person coming in to see this movie. It did not oh. seem to do well. Oof. Well, they did. So I hope, I hope so it, good though. I hope it gets its second wind in streaming because yeah. I want this movie to get support and i want more orphan movies if they can keep up this end yeah Hell yeah um yeah i mean they did release it on paramount plus also if people want to watch it what i did i just like literally got a free trial of paramount plus and like oh same here yeah and i have it. paramount plus i actually really like it oh nice um yeah so it's the only wanna... place to watch spongebob <laughs> True. strange um and you got all the Star well, Trek. There's also going to be a new Transformers show on there soon, so I may uh, oh. get back on. But anyway, um, do we, do we have any last thoughts about this movie? It was good. It was I really like good. I, just keep I feel like I just keep repeating myself every time I talk about this movie. But oh my god, this movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's so good. Please watch it. Please. It's so fun. I just like having fun with a horror movie sometimes. It's just just nice. Comedy and horror are the best combo ever. Absolutely. Especially when like it's in this uncanny valley where it's not like flat out like funny. Like this movie so doesn't have funny. jokes, but it is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The situations are funny. Yeah. Oh my god. The definition of It's a sitcom. A that, I was about to say that makes this a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen. If there was an orphan TV show, I would the watch The theme song the would absolutely be Glory of Love. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course. <laughs> yes. Esther oh posing god. to the camera with like a goofy smile with her name showing up under it and like six corpses in the background. Yes. The Gordy's home incident. No. <laughs> <laughs> too many cooks fit when the guy starts killing everybody. No. Um. Ah, oh, so good. So Esther sneaks her way into the full house. <laughs> God, what if it's just like a sitcom of like, but it's a show of like Esther just like infiltrating different different sitcoms. <laughs> I would watch. I thought you were gonna say that. infiltrating different families. I was gonna say, oh, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, I want to see her on Family Matters with Urkel. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> What's the deal with Esther? <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she, 
after like stabbing through someone 25 times, she turns to the camera and goes, did I do that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Crossover with other like horror franchises. This is very self-indulgent of me, but Esther and Joseph from Creep having to like pretend to be like a family to like lure yes. people in. I love it. <laughs> and they just he start would be fighting so each other. In it, though. I think he would love he would want to be her dad. Yeah. Star. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could give her tubbies. <laughs> no. <laughs> would she like that? <laughs> I don't know who would, honestly, but... I would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm right. also freaked well, out. Well, thank you so. so much, Jenna, for joining us and for thank suggesting Thank you again for movie. having me. I, it was a great time. I'm so glad I got to, sh- I got to share this movie. This was a lot of fun. So good. Do it you- was so much fun. Thank you. Do you have anything that you would like to promote or shout out while you're here? I kind of got all my shoutouts out last time. Uh, I meant to have a project started up between last episode and this episode, but then I got lazy and didn't do it, so I'd have nothing. Oh, sorry, yeah, my life. fine. Happens. <laughs> yeah. You can, you'll have to come back. Exactly, yes. Uh, <laughs> we definitely need to like, figure out something else to talk about, because this was excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, if, uh... So October is coming up, so we do have some special plans for Halloween for our show. So stay tuned, keep an eye on our Twitter at Chainsaw Matinee to uh, maybe get some hints about what we're planning. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. send us some recommendations too, who knows, maybe we'll do a listener's choice episode or something too. Um, I don't know what these plans are, I'm not privy to that information, but I am excited to see what they are. It's gonna be really cool. I'm very hyped. It'll be a surprise. Hell yeah. Um, this is spooky. Yeah. So, uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, thank you to the people who made Orphan First Kill because that was a very <laughs> fun movie. And, Absolutely. Uh, everybody stay safe out there and uh, uh, may your nightmares be plentiful. And full of Interpol needle drops. <laughs> yes. Yeah.